Dojo, Dynamite 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 Dojo, with Rich and Ashley. Hey guys, this is Ashley and Rich here with the first ever episode of Dojo and Dynamite. It is late on October 26th. It's almost October 27th, 2019. Uh, It's taken us a little while to get this thing going, but we are finally here and doing it and we're going to give it a go. Yeah, we took a good minute to get this thing rolling. Actually, not only that, it took us a couple of days (laughs) just to get the damn thing set up. We could not figure out how to do any of this podcast thing, so if it comes out like crap... Just uh, bear with us. Yeah, and let us know, and uh, try to follow through the best that you can. But, you know, this podcast, Dojo and Dynamite, will talk a lot about AEW Dynamite. It's the most exciting thing on television, TNT, 8 p.m. But we'll talk about New Japan also. New Japan, extremely exciting wrestling. Uh, Bell to Bell action. It's a great show. If you guys haven't seen it yet, or if you're interested in seeing it, New Japan Pro Wrestling, NJPW World, Amazon Fire Stick, I believe, is the only way to see it. But you can check it out on the internet as well. I believe it's like 10 bucks a month. But it's, it's really exciting, great characters, great wrestling. But obviously we're going to cover a lot of AEW Dynamite as the first four weeks kind of blew by, if you think about it. Just really exciting month of October. Yeah, it has been an an exciting month, and that's kind of where we're going to start today. Just We're a little late to the game. Um, We're not going to do a week-by-week overview at this point, but we're just going to kind of recap our overall impressions um, of the first four weeks. And, you know, going forward, I think we're aiming to do a weekly overview of what's going on with uh, Dynamite and New Japan and really anything um, in the wrestling world. Um, Yeah, so on that note... Well, first, let's just make sure that everyone knows that we want this to go as well as possible. So any feedback, anybody who listens, we want questions. We want questions, responses, comments, Anything you want us to talk about, any topic, we'll talk about WWE, sure, we'll talk about NXT, whatever becomes interesting, like, you know, Finn Balor, if people are interested, or the Red Cage of Rage, anything like that, uh, we would like for you guys to let us know, you know, on the on the Twitter page, Dojo and Dynamite is the Twitter handle, uh, we'll be accessing that and utilizing that to the best of our abilities, we'll be responding as quickly as possible, so, with that note, Ashley, let's get started. Alright, yeah, so like we mentioned, we're already four weeks into uh, Dynamite, so basically a month on television. What what are your overall impressions of the program, your, your highs and lows and thoughts for the first month? Highs and lows for this program. Well, I mean, immediately, the first thing that catches your eye is the presentation. So, I mean, that's a high. Immediately, that's a high. I mean, you're, you're catching me as it looks like a major league production. You have a fantastic graphic. I, I, I personally like the exploding paint 
for fireworks or or chalk of some sort, whatever that is. But I I, I thought it was unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like colors though, however. So, mm-hmm. and I also think it blends extremely well with the gray and black ring. How it kind of gives me that, you know, maybe a little bit of that nitro feel. But again, it's because I'm I'm obsessed with it. But uh, on the second hand, I, that's that's got to be a high. I mean, immediately you come in, you see a major league production, a giant arena. The crowd is super hot, mm-hmm. and that's another high. I mean, you you literally can't go wrong if the crowd is hot like that. No, I I agree. The production itself has been phenomenal. I think everything is it's just beautiful to look at, and each crowd has been just absolutely amazing. I wish that we had the chance to go to some of the TV tapings thus far, but watching at home has has really been exciting because... Everything feels important. Yeah, and the crowd has just added so much more to, to the experience. Yeah, I mean, everything feels so important when they come out here. And then that's that's the right thing. I mean, again, we kind of have heard maybe from some people that Pittsburgh wasn't always the best crowd. And I mean, on yeah, Wednesday... Yeah, in they, terms of wrestling, I've yeah. heard that too, but I... Don't think that's true at all. No, they were fantastic on Wednesday. I thought they were excellent. I thought they were excellent on many levels. And I think it made every match feel so important. So when you're talking about a high, that's my number one high. I mean, that's just, I get excited. I like the graphic. I missed this week, though. Don't know if you noticed it. There was no intro. The little dynamite intro that they... There wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I know that they had a stacked card. I know that they did even have some timing issues. And they went over a little bit. So they clearly had a very full card full of big matches, long matches, and whatnot. So maybe they cut that out. But I think the... Uh, we have it playing in the background right now. Yeah. Um, I, I think the the lack of the opening video, um, while it's something I enjoy, made the, the, the Private Party Lucha Bros match seem more important. Because, you know, we're cutting straight to the action. Yeah, we just jumped straight in. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, and that match was... Again, a fantastic match. And I think when you're talking about just AEW in general, opening a show with Private Party is absolutely not a bad direction to go in when you want to open a show on Wednesday competing against NXT. I mean, these guys have been excellent in the two openers that they've had. Fantastic. I wasn't um, really too familiar with them up until AEW. No, Um, I didn't know too much about them. And. Each week they are just killing it out here, and I, I've been impressed. I love everything I'm seeing. And they're young. Um, I know they're they're young, and I love them. And I think they have um, so much potential and a lot of big things to come. I'm excited for the tag division here. Oh yeah, I mean, in every match, the one thing about the tag division now that we're talking about that again, it's a high. The tag division's a high, and I loved personally. I loved. The fact that all of these guys, all of these matches, uh, were was given a significant amount of time. It's, because it, it's important. Tag yeah. team wrestling is it's, important. It's that big match feel where you come into this and think, okay, this is a tournament, but, you know, Marco Stunt comes in. Marco Stunt because Luchasaurus, unfortunately, uh, strains and pulls his hamstring, which is better than a tear. We've heard this week that he's it's going to be coming back. not as bad as expected. Right, not right. as bad as expected. So hopefully he'll be back soon because this guy is over as all hell but you know c- coming into it marco stunt and jungle boy you know if this was another company maybe it would have been you know what let's just get through it lucha bros win 
we move forward. But no, they gave him 15 minutes because it was a tournament match for the World Tag Team titles. It, it was As something it they been, fought and for. You have to fight through the adversity in life and in storyline, you know, regardless of the circumstance. And it right. was another hell of a match. Um, they really went to the limit and... I, I don't know. I love that one, too. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people don't like Marco Stunt. They they kind of give Marco a little bit of crap, but, I mean, I thought he was outstanding. He was. I mean, the he, the he, hate is yeah, unwarranted. Absolutely and, unwarranted. Um, the guy did a great job. And even though people came into it, even myself, I have to admit, I came into it going, oh, you know, Luchasaurus is out. You know who's going to win. The idea of, I know who's going to win this. And then 10 minutes into this match, I go, you know what? Jungle Jack Perry, as JR calls him, <laughs> they could win this thing. I've felt that way with all of these matches. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's Even when you have an idea of who's going to win, um, AEW's done a really nice job of maintaining that element of surprise, like with the Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes. You know, Cody's going to win Correct. the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Cody's going to win. But then... You know, is he really going to well, I mean, win? They, they did those, and that's another high. When they do, well, it's kind of a high, it's a middle road. It's middle ground a little bit. We'll, we'll kind of work our way from the highs to the lows. And in the middle ground, their video packages, when they do them, are fantastic. Absolutely. They're fantastic video packages. But again, the issue is, there's almost not enough. You're not yeah. getting enough. You're not getting enough background. I like the fact that this week they did the Dark Order. They weren't on television for three weeks. Yeah. So when the Dark Order comes out, I need to see a little bit of this Dark Order. But I think at the same time, it's only two hours that we're given. Yeah. And it's been three hours on Raw for a long time. Now. Yeah. But you know they're trying to they're maximizing what they have in the two hours, and they're giving you wrestling. It's a wrestling. Oh yeah, show. they're giving you wrestling. So. You know, I, and when they aren't, the segments are just great. No, the they, they are, but... They're worth the time. I would they're... rather have more wrestling than, you know, half a show dedicated to just story. Yeah, In I terms agree. of promo or segments, because um, that's not what we're watching for. No, you're right. And again, and on top of that, the stories that they're running, they're just grade A segments. They're not segments that are no, running... Nothing's a waste of time. No, exactly, and everything seems very important, and I'm not, I'm not trying to attack anybody as all of these guys, no matter what level these guys wrestle at. Any wrestlers, it's hard to wrestle. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you, you take that for what it is. I, you know, I've, I've tried. It's hard to wrestle. And, you know, you look at, like, Rusev, and that storyline, and they're wasting hours on that story, and people just... You almost feel bad for the guy. But AEW yeah. hasn't run a story on television like that, which is a good thing. And and some people are into those stories, and I'm not trying to take no, that away if you like it. There's but, something for everyone, of course. Yeah, but you know, that, that Cody segment, of course, it was, what was it, 13, 14 minutes long, maybe? But, I mean, it was excellent from top down. You never felt like you missed a moment. And, again, for an hour and 20 minutes on Wednesday... I felt like that was the best hour and 20 minutes of non-stop action that I've seen in easily five years. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't turn my eyes away from what I was watching on Wednesday. And that's all you can really ask for. It means they're doing their job. I never Agreed. wanted to change the channel. Yeah. But 
we do have to talk about some lows. And I don't really have any. <laughs> well, my my yeah. lows. Um, I'm sad that they're not doing the replay right after anymore uh, because yeah. I don't get to rewatch the show because I I need all the AEW I can get. Um, You're right though. No, you know, I, the, I liked that too. The you know at first there were some audio issues. This is such a small thing um, where it was hard to hear the theme songs, and they're good ones. And I love all the theme songs, so yes, I, I want to be able to hear. Just so everybody knows, them. when we're in the car, what we listen to. So they have yeah, some I'm really good theme songs. I'm waiting for all of these to be released so I can like purchase them and Legally. play them nonstop. Correct. Um, instead of having to stream them on YouTube. But um, Thank you, though, for those who put those up for us. They, I appreciate your time and effort for YouTube to make those playlists for us to listen to in the car. Um. No, but you know, at first there were some some audio issues, um, some minor camera issues. Nothing yeah, I can yeah. think of, like off. Nothing they still noticeable. have some camera issues, some cuts that they missed. Uh, Ray Phoenix ran Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. I'm sorry. Uh, he did run across the top rope, I believe, against Private Party, and they did kind of cut the camera and, and miss that, that just happened bit. on our TV, right? We just. I believe. I, yeah. I missed it, though. Um, well, here's the Dark Order package. But, so. No, but that's minor things. I mean, it's this is a brand new experience, so there's kinks that have to be worked out. Sure. Um, I, I don't even want to call those gripes or lows. Those are learning experiences. Yeah, as long as they get corrected. It, you know, it's one of those the things that... songs you can hear. The yeah, they, they did do that, and we have a couple of friends. Of course, we don't... We have to run things through a couple people. You can't just kind of take one opinion and think you're the smartest well, guy in the it's room. It's opinions, no right? One's of correct. course. So you got to hear other people's opinions too, and it kind of opens your eyes because sometimes people see things that you don't see when you watch something or hear something you don't hear. You know, and that's why I liked that second replay because I could hear sometimes Tony Schiavone say something that, oh man, that really touched my heart or whatever it was. But you know, he's really happy to be here, Tony. I know. I. And, yeah. and those are things that I miss sometimes because I'm so engulfed in the action. I'm so entrenched in what's occurring on the screen. I miss some of those things like the uh, theme songs, the entrances, or sometimes those commentary, if they're faux pas or not, but sometimes when they make mistakes. But I, I mean, I, I don't get a chance to appreciate sometimes how well JR's come along from the opening at Double or Nothing to now week four of television on TNT again, 8 p.m., but exciting, you gotta do the little plug, but exciting nonetheless, and in the lows, there's not many of them. What are yours, if any? Besides the camera work, uh, I, I like the matchups as much as I'm more of a, not, no one is, we're all smart wrestling fans, there's no such thing as a non-smart wrestling fan anymore, but, you know, I, some of the things I don't like are, Besides the camera work, and obviously I agreed with you, you have to hear the entrance themes a little bit, was, you know, the commercial picture-in-pictures, I like the picture-in-picture -picture concept, but yeah. they use them at the oddest times. Yeah, and, I, I hear you. You know, we're, we're almost stuck watching in between two matches, or like the end of a segment where... It almost feels like we're not supposed to see what's happening now. And that's, you know, I, I forgot about that. Um, I get so distracted because 
of the commercial obviously noise. the commercial noise yeah. is playing that i forget there's a match on and i'm like on my phone tweeting something or i you agree. know answering a, a, a group message about the show that i end up missing something right but it's, right. it's really good in theory and when i know to pay attention no. i catch the match or whatever's going on but yeah you're right about that well that was when the great i think it was in pip when the great chris jericho segment happened where he stuck the ticket to his forehead and somehow <laughs> it stayed there i he, what'd they say he licked it is that what happened he licked I the ticket so. to stick to his forehead i mean whoever thought to stick the ticket to his face and then leave it on there that was brilliant brilliant just an absolute genius but yeah the, the picture in picture you know sometimes we get to some of these matches where you know we ran a picture in picture i guess when joey janela was opening i believe that was the part when he had the ticket stuck to his face and it seemed like nothing was really going on anymore. And then again, you couldn't really hear the entrance to the theme song of Janela because we were on commercial. Right. And then we come back to obviously Omega, which is fine, but at the same time, you're missing part of that entrance part, you know? And, and yeah. yet, I don't know if we needed a picture in picture for that moment because it's just kind of a lot of standing around and, you know, Jericho's yelling some ridiculous obscenities or whatever he's saying, but we're not hearing anything anyway. So I heard, I guess, on the Fight TV, they don't have that. It just kind of runs right through. So okay, okay. I wonder if they, I, I'm sure they get sound. I don't know well, if I think the other cuts out. The other thing that we still need to adjust to is, obviously before this month, everything we were seeing with AEW, aside from, you know, the being the elites and the road twos were... The pay-per-views, yeah. which are three, four hours of non-stop, action-packed drama and, and, and wrestling, um, but there's no commercials. No, there's no in, commercials. In, it's in, almost in the pay-per-views. It, it, it's exhausting in the best way, but um, I think that's just something you and I have had to adjust to, because we really haven't watched a lot of wrestling on TV this in-depth. Like we've had Raw Oof. and SmackDown on, but kind well, of in been, the background it's been years. where it's been this, years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like recently we haven't really um devoted that much attention to television to, to television wrestling, wrestling yeah. where you know, I forgot how commercials work and um I, I how don't all know of that if it's just me. Works. But are the TNT commercials long? That's what I'm saying. Like, I is it us or is I that think how long. it is? I, I don't. I These don't are know. long commercials. I feel like are taking place. We don't watch TV. No, we don't. Not too much. Not too often. Just a lot of football and wrestling. Really, both of those things. <laughs> but, I prefer the wrestling to the yeah, football. Yeah, the football. Football's good. But uh, you know, it's it's interesting because we always followed it. Obviously, again, I'm going to do a little cheap plug. The Bleacher Report app. If you have an Android, iPhone. It's a fantastic app. It has, you can add the WWE, you can add AEW, you can add the New York Giants, whatever you guys want to add. But you can add those things. You'll get updates to your phone. You'll get all of the news. And that's great. I think we always had those types of things. So we followed the news. We followed the breaking news. We followed the updates. But on Monday Night Raw, and again, not to take shots there, this is not a program about them, uh, I never felt engaged enough to have to watch the program. That, yeah. Yeah, and it's so just would, it's something that yeah. hasn't appealed to us, um, you know, for for a few years. And to each their own. We're, I guess we're getting older. 
not uh, I, I don't know, know. I, I just I'm not I engaged I find that I well I find that this is definitely something I'm more interested in it's well, a little edgier TV 14 sure. adds a, a nice element but Except um the red cage of rage that was just a, a fantastic WWE moment I am trying to forget that that ever happened <laughs> that was if you guys um, want to talk about that in depth I mean we high-fived when they ended that match, because those madmen ended that match in a DQ, and I was pumped. We, we it doesn't moving. get better than that. We are moving on from that. Um, okay. No, but you know, going back to what you said, Raw just and SmackDown were something that didn't fully appeal to us. So it's been a while since we've watched those shows with full attention. I can't think of really the last time that. I've done that, but that's besides the point. But, yeah, I mean, but you're right. We haven't given it much time, and, and it's, I tried to give SmackDown that time, and not, not even with the move to Fox, I could care less at this point, but I, I've, when they first went on their own, they did the brand split, was that back in 2016? I really believe the two-hour program, which is an excellent amount of time for wrestling, but AEW, it feels like, hey, I need more. I, need more I know, and that's why I like the the dark. Yeah, the, the, dark the dark is the dark is obviously. I believe they kind of said it's a non-storied type of thing. I guess, like, I don't know if it's canon. Is that the right word, canon? I guess, like, because um, they've they're they're not really worried about storylines on there. Well, right, they sent out a tweet. Yeah. Uh, AEW sent out a tweet earlier asking, you know. If the EVPs approached you, what would your five fantasy... Right. Dustin um, and Hangman versus anyone. <laughs> Dustin right. and Hangman versus anyone. Dustin and Hangman versus anyone. Um, dream tag team right there. Oh, yeah. That's that's like life goals. Just want to see them. Is that not life goals? For you. I love they those guys. Those, those are, are kind of my two favorite wrestlers in AEW. They are. And when they had that that tag team match, you were like, ow. <laughs> Like, it looked like they were tagging, or they have been tagging for years. For years. Forever. Like, you know, these guys belong together. And I, I, you know, you think back, you kind of lose the fact that Dustin's wrestled in God knows how many promotions over the years. I mean, he wrestled in TNA, WCW, WWE, WWF, AEW now. He's been on broadcast television, cable television. I don't know if it's broadcast, but cable television. Don't, don't let me talk about televisions. But... That's a cable television show. I mean, he's been on television for almost three decades. Yeah. Unless he was on in 89. I don't know, but that's when he started, I believe, somewhere around there. But that that's insane. But that's, well, that's what Hangman said. He was tagging since 89. <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. he tweeted that. But the, those guys, that tag team, I was pumped to watch that. Those are things, AEW gives you things you don't even realize you need. Like Janela versus Omega? Correct. I never knew that I needed that match. Uh, you might have needed that a little bit. But I definitely needed that match. You might be like a Janela baby. I am. Yeah. I love both of them. Very you you much. do like Kenny Omega and and a little a little Santana. Do <laughs> love a little Santana too. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, a lot of Santana. Um, <laughs> as as the inner circle is now making their entrance on this AEW episode, um. No, but they've done a really nice job of providing fresh, unique matchups that I didn't know I'd needed and that, that I'd loved, that, exactly. but I've you didn't loved know you everything. Even needed them. And you 
you see stuff that WWE tries to do and you know I know that they put out a tweet does Kenny Omega and Joey Janela need a third match and we're sitting there going no and it's and I don't think they're taking offense to it but you know the fans are saying you know what I saw the two they watched the dark they watched it on television they said you know what I think overwhelmingly it was kind of a, a no from what I saw and what I had said too I would love to see sure, a I third think match, would. but don't kill it down the road. Not now. We don't I mean, need I mean, that now. Shorty G is still fighting King Corbin. It's been like two months. Actually, I don't know how long it was. Don't quote me on but that. But, it, you know, I mean, King Corbin should just end the Shorty G thing and move on to bigger and better things. Because, again, yeah, you've got to keep it, it's one of my guys from WWE right you've there. You've got to keep it fresh. Um, you do have to keep it fresh. You do. And I think the third match would be almost too much in a row. like that. Right now. Yeah. A couple months down the line. For I'll the watch belt? it again, sure. For the belt. <laughs> what belt? The world championship. For the world cha- Who's the champion going in? Janela. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck off. Janela's the world champ. He's going to hear... You know what? I'll, I'll fight Joey Janela. Oh every God. podcast that we're going to run, I'm going to challenge Joey Janela. Why? Until he listens to it. I challenge Joey Janela. <laughs> no challenging Joey Janela. Every podcast. I'm never going to forget. Every podcast, I'm going to challenge Joey Janela. I want to fight Joey Janela. <laughs> Why? Not fist fight him. Wrestle him. I'm not going to fist fight <laughs> Joey Janela. Good Lord. I can kick his ass. Um, no. We might be best friends for all you know. We're both from the Jersey. Jersey. I was say the Jersey. The Jersey connection. But, I mean, just... Getting back to it, we got a little sidetracked on a tangent. You just the, the highs are are also building superstars, man. I mean, Scorpio yeah. Sky came out, wasn't even prepared to wrestle, didn't even have any equipment on. Had to use the tape, I believe, from the trainer's bag. I believe that was the the gimmick there. He was in he his was, skinny jeans, yeah. no shoes. He looked good though. It was yeah, a good look. It, it was, was a damn good it look. Was. It was a damn good look, but. Uh, you know, pants, Scorpio Sky, I think is something, well, he wears pants. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, no, he wears pants. But I guess I was looking at, were, Ka- I'm thinking of Kaz. They were skinny jeans. They were skinny jeans. They were black, black trunk Scorpio. Hey, man, it's a good look, man. It's a good look. He can get over. He is over. Well, I mean, you know, with with the black trunks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can get over in black trunks. But, you know, I, I think about it going, man, they made stars. Darby Allen, and we didn't even have to watch Darby Allen, and I bet you the next time we see him, crowd's gonna go nuts for him. Oh, they 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 love him, and everyone I, loves him. And I don't mind the fact I don't have to watch all of these guys every week. It keeps it fresh. It's the first time we've seen Dark Order in three weeks. Yeah, and that's something I'm bittersweet on. Well, didn't know that you actually would like. What I think it's one not bittersweet. Might not be the right word because I know what you're trying to get at. It's kind of, I, I really wish I'd like to see these guys all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you almost appreciate it more because when, when do I do them. get to see yeah. them, exactly. And then you get, because we didn't get Lucha Bros for a minute. Yeah, and, well, it goes back to the two hours where yeah. you can only do so much and it goes by so fast. you look forward to seeing these guys on television. And yeah. I think they've done such a nice job of making it feel like it's important when these guys have matches because you don't know necessarily if I'm going to see them immediately or again. Absolutely. And and it's sort of the same thing with the fact that they're going to these different locations. We kind of know where they're going. When was the last time that you knew where a WWE pay-per-view was if it wasn't in your area? 
You you just don't. What do you mean? Like we know that they were in Pittsburgh this week. We know they're going to West Virginia next week. When was the last time you knew where Monday Night Raw was? I mean, they announce it, right? Maybe. Do they still do that? I don't know. I haven't watched in a while. I'm saying, like, we know ahead of time that we're going to West Virginia next week. Then we're going to Charlotte. Then we're going to Baltimore. And it kind of feels like, oh, I'll see you in West Virginia, or I'll see you in in Baltimore. It's kind of that, that play on almost like arenas have their own. It's not just like a studio. Where it's WWE, character. And, sure, it has yeah. its, it has its own experience, and then Jr. kind of brings it up. The legendary arena in Charlotte and the legendary arena in Nashville had terrific wrestling matches all over those years, and you kind of think, well, yeah, we're going to be going there soon as a as an audience uh, with them because we watch it every week, so we're going to be going what, along with them. You know, Jr. and Shivani and Excalibur have done such a fantastic job on just going oh, back yeah. to the commentary. Um, I feel like I'm a part of the show watching because they make you, they include you. Yeah, I and like you like you know with the yeah. with the historical bits and oh, I love the historical. Um, bits. It's the thing you miss about Jr. the most, I think, on Raw is just the fact that his experience, his knowledge of the classic wrestling world, just really yeah. pours into even today's new age and new era. Yeah, and Tony Schiavone pops on. And I believe he made a comment about the Vader bomb, and he was so genuinely excited to hear that the Vader bomb was called the Vader bomb. And he had no idea that they called it that. And that's that's such a nice, heartwarming moment for a guy that really wasn't involved in any type of, let's not call it major league, because I believe he was there, a big league wrestling or television wrestling in quite some time, where he could come in, jump right on, and just go, wow, this is awesome. And he, I feel so good for that guy because he's come back and you don't even realize how much you really missed him. Yeah. Even if you never heard him live because you're a mid-90s baby, I'm an early 90s baby, we're still young. But we didn't get a chance to really grow up entrenched in the WCW. We're young for the WCW live era, live, wars. yeah. But I've watched a fuck ton of WCW. And you know that I'm obsessed with that promotion. So this is almost like a nostalgia for me, even though I never watched it live. Quick, quick side note. Um, speaking of WCW, yeah, we are two we? days away now because it's October 27th. We are we? two days away from your birthday. Oh, great. Thanks for the point. And the uh, legendary debut of my favorite WCW wrestler Yeti <laughs> you know what the funny I am part about so excited the Yeti is to meet the Yeti that you're Starcast. meeting the Yeti you're no. going to Starcast oh and meeting the Yeti you're Starcast spending the money to meet the Yeti making all of my dreams come true to meet the Yeti yes his name's not even the Yeti it's the Yeti no, it's the Yeti. <laughs> he's the insurance policy. He's going to be in full... I, I can't believe he's still... He, they can't be the original tattered rags Oops. or whatever the hell those things were. 
We actually watched that segment earlier because, of course, in the middle of the night last night, they were still running the StarCast sale. I don't know if they were supposed to or not, but they were still running no, the sale. No, they had extended it. I don't know how long it was uh, supposed to go for. Apparently 12 hours. But... In the middle of the night, she goes, I have to meet the Yeti. I just have to do it. I can't I can't not do it. The Yeti, I have to do it. We got to get up early on Saturday morning. We got to drive all the way down to Baltimore. I got to meet the Yeti. And, of course, we're going to be going to full gear. So, anybody wants to hang out or, or meet up, meet yeah, up let you know, us know let us know but obviously it's really exciting we'll try to run a podcast probably live that evening we'll probably have some special guests uh or at least the best guests that we can probably find that evening um our two to... friends that are coming with yeah, us yeah but uh we'll we'll try to run a podcast then because i mean just as fresh in this day because you know today it's it's really introducing ourselves i mean how we got into wrestling i got into wrestling when i was I mean, about 10, I would say. I mean, about 2002, I was watching Brock Lesnar uh, terrorize SmackDown because I wasn't really allowed to watch Raw. I was too young to stay up late enough. So that was kind of my introduction to wrestling. I remember him throwing Zach Gowan off of the ring post. The guy had one leg, and he was F5-ing him off of the ring post and like throwing him downstairs and stuff. And I believe Vince McMahon fought Zach Gowan, too. Which is just sick. But that's like my earliest memory. So, you know, and then of course, Ashley and I met through wrestling. Uh, WrestleMania Access, WrestleMania 29. Yep. It was, we were in line to meet the Shield. Yeah. Which they would not tell us where the Shield was going no, to be. No, that was a disaster. But that's how we met. In line. She was from Chicago. I was from New Jersey. I am from New Jersey. She is from Chicago. Uh, fate would have it, and next thing you know, it's been six years. WrestleMania was back this year. Yes, it was. Um, we didn't go. We didn't go. We went to the... It was cold and rainy the first time we went. It was. It was very cold. Yeah, it was kind um, of miserable. We went to the G1 Supercard this year. Um, oh, that was what April got 6th. it. That's what, you know, half of this podcast is going to be about New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, on April 6th, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say that was the sixth anniversary of it was like the same exact weekend of when we originally met and yeah. the same it was legitimately the same day uh six years after we met you were supposed to go to madison square garden for the hall of fame to see the hall of fame yep you sold your hall of fame ticket to go to wwe access to meet the shield to meet the shield in which i went to meet the shield and as much of a mark as I was, kind of a loser, no offense, I had half my hair dyed like Seth Rollins. You did. God. Um, Cringe. And then, yeah, six years later, we made it to Madison Square Garden on April 6th. Finally, you finally made it to <laughs> Madison Square Garden on April 6th. Six years later, and we watched the greatest wrestler of all time. Tamatanga. Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> Tamatanga. Yeah. He's a cool dude, man. Love him. Tom He's Tom my is a great guy. I mean, Kazuchika Okada, though. Versus Jay White in the main event. Well, Jay White, though, is good. It was an amazing show. It was a fantastic show. And you know what was great? We actually went there originally because we really didn't know much about New Japan. We went there for Marty Skrull. We did go for Marty Skrull. And Ashley, you had your villain jacket on. Yes, I did. And we went there for Marty Skrull, and we left in love 
with Okada, and we couldn't believe our passion and excitement for the <laughs> journey we were going to begin in New Japan, watching him defend his championship. <laughs> we did not fall in love with Okada. You did. Yeah. <laughs> your He's... favorite, your favorite wrestler, Zuch, Zuchka. Yeah, yeah, Zuch is the man. I mean, again on, on Twitter, I I follow you and Okada, so. You follow the podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh God. I I probably should. I think I follow Frank, or his podcast. Okay, we're That's, gonna we're gonna work on your social media etiquette. Yeah. Um, um, as this progresses, maybe I only want to follow Okada. Maybe I'll unfollow you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just follow Okada. I wish we can get him on here. We'll get him on the podcast. We'll talk a little wrestling. We'll talk more fishing. That'll be fun. Go fishing with Okada. These are long-term goals for Rich. I would like to make them short-term. Let's try, short-term to, make this, let's try to make this happen quicker than uh, oh, God. long. I don't want to. Oh, the three-year plan. Let's go meet Okada. I want to meet Okada now. We botched that. What? You could have met Okada. Oh, yeah, we did. We met Marty Skrull instead. No, not we instead. We tried to buy not tickets. Instead. We tried to buy tickets. They were sold out. Yeah, but the first, when I bought the meet and greet tickets, I said, do you want to meet Okada? And you're like, no, it's fine. And then when we Because got... I never saw Okada <laughs> wrestle before. And then we, you, you had. But Remember not... when I said that Okada was overrated? Yeah, biggest lie you've ever told. Yeah. I'm going to delete this right from the podcast, too. <laughs> that, that was this an isn't ignorant get in. This isn't going to get in. But I saw him like live, and I was like, oh, my God. This is my I've guy. watched that match like four times. Because. Okay, wait. Okada. <laughs> um, we got sidetracked there. Yeah, well, we might have to edit some of that. Well, we're going to wrap it up we'll soon. See. We don't want to go too long on the podcast here. We're, it's an opening podcast. We just kind of want to talk about a little bit what we liked in the AEW. Uh, because, again, it's been four weeks. It's hard. We can't talk about all that for four weeks. No, and, and like I had mentioned earlier, or Rich had mentioned earlier, um, you know, our, our plan is to do a kind of a weekly recap of yeah, what's going on with, with New Japan and with and, AEW. And of course, we're going to put our opinions in also. Yeah, no, that's that's what we're here for. We're we're just trying to have a conversation about wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's really what this is designed to do. It's just giving us a platform to voice our opinions and try to start you know, conversations with, with other fans. And like Rich had mentioned, you know, we're, you know, we're looking for feedback to keep the conversation going. Yeah, of course. You know, tweet us, tweet us, exactly. Comments. You know, if you guys want to talk about a topic or you guys have questions, we'll, I I don't want to call it a mailbag, but I guess that's really what it is. You guys have questions for us, which I hope that you guys do. I hope you guys listen. We're going to try to keep these kind of short. I don't want to go, over maybe 40 minutes. I, you know, no one wants to listen to a podcast for an hour and a half. They just don't. I know, it just, it, it's hard to have the time to do so. Also, I mean, life. yeah, of course. You know, if you're a, some, a listener, I mean, we're spending time here drinking coffee at midnight just talking about wrestling, which is great. But, you know, if anybody else, I mean, again, you have comments, you have questions, you want to know opinions. Again, you guys want to do like a, a, a Mutual podcast? How do you, what would you say? Yeah, that? A, a collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah, yeah collaboration. No, that's just, a better word. We're just trying, like I said, keep the conversation going. Talk wrestling. It's an exciting time for wrestling fans right now. There's a lot of yeah. good things to, you know, be happy about. So, 
we're just we're just trying to get out there and yeah, I mean, get get, get ourselves out there just to open it up again. We're nervous. It's our first podcast ever. We this didn't... is take like three hundred fifty two. Yeah, it is. It, <laughs> is. it really is. And I mean, we we've actually toned it down a little bit. So if you want us to turn it up, I will definitely turn it up. And she looks at me with that smile, like, "Do not go off on your tangents," because I will do it. I might run a one man show. <laughs> no. Just like a side one-man after-dark show. Oh, God. Where it's like seven F-bombs. You can curse. The fuck? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cursing is allowed. It's just you go on these rants. I could go on rants. You want to talk about Finn Balor? I could no, do it. No, yesterday you were trying to talk about SCU, yeah. and then you started talking about G.O.D. and... Great tag teams. What's the problem here? The, like the revival. You're upset that I'm talking about GOD no, and not, SCU. No, i It had nothing to do with <laughs> what you were. My point. We're gonna cut this. We're, <laughs> we're not gonna, cutting any of this. We're but we're gonna cut that part. Um, it's fine. It will, but you know, we'll we'll try to wrap it up here, and uh, we'll let you guys kind of go. We won't we won't hold it. I mean, obviously, this episode was more of an introduction. Um, we'll obviously go way more into depth. I have a lot that we can talk about. Of course, we, we usually go into some very heavy detail in terms of our wrestling. So yeah. we'll, we'll cover the show from top to bottom on Wednesday. And when there's big new Japan shows, we'll cover that too. I mean, I'm not really going to cover a lot of these road to Dantaku type of programs. I mean, again, cause it's, it's just a lot of 10 man tag matches, but obviously as things happen, like no, there's when Kenta just, there's turned, a lot to keep. Sure. Yeah. Up on to, but, to go into extreme depth with. Correct. And, um, but, you know, we'll definitely cover that. We're just trying to start broad. But again, if you guys want to listen to WWE stuff, I mean, we'll talk about it. If you guys have questions, comments, you want to have, you can even give us like a list of things you want to tackle. And we'll tackle them. We'll talk about them. If you're interested in having that type of conversation, we'll definitely make an effort to put in whatever you guys would like to listen to. And with that. Ashley, we will bid them adieu. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I still um, But, hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter at Dojo and Dynamite. Again, like Rich said, any feedback you have, any comments, just let us know. Keep the conversation going. and Yeah, next week it'll be a little more detailed, a little better. This was just kind of to break the ice with you guys and ourselves. And... Hopefully, going forward, we'll have a lot of fun. <laughs>